It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Ethel Merman. It's time to talk the Muppets, Meg. It's time to talk the Muppets. They just announced today. I sent you photos. Oh yeah, of, new uh, the set of the new Muppets ha- uh, Halloween haunted something. Or I other. was driving, so I couldn't really look at this, but I was like, oh my god. There's like a watermark in the bottom corner. What does it say? Muppets Halloween something. Haunted Mansion. We're de- it's just oh, called it's- Muppets Haunted Mansion. Oh, so Mansion. that's Kermit the Frog dressed as Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Piggy dressed as Kermit. Okay, this is actually kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch this, right? Oh, absolutely. I really liked this episode. All right, so we watched the (laughs) Ethel Merman episode production, uh, premiered originally in February 21st, 1977. Fozzie's agent, Irving Bazaar, negotiates Fozzie's contract with Kermit. Kermit ends up offering Fozzie ten times as much money. Unfortunately, Fozzie made nothing before. Yeah, and don't forget it, Irving says. I get 10% of that. This is the worst premise of an episode. That's like the oldest joke in the book. Except there were so many good parts of this episode. Yeah. And there were some bad ones, too. I agree. I don't know. Okay, so going into this, who did you believe Ethel Merman to be? Did you know who this was? I I knew. I know the name. I know Ethel Merman. I know that she was, like, big in the 50s, question mark? I guess so. 50s or 60s? But I didn't realize that she was like a Broadway singing sensation. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed her very much. And she her was a big presence, a good energy and everything. She was so nice to all the Muppets, even Piggy. Did you see her like yes. touch Piggy's face? Yeah. She was very, very sweetly played with them. I had no idea. I knew the name. You hear it like all the time. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I cannot escape. Ethel is Lucy's friend. That's all I can think of is Ethel. But did you is, know that they weren't friends in real life? I know life. they weren't friends in <laughs> What is her name? Uh, Vivian something, yeah. right? Yep. Vivian something. Close Lucille Wall and... Uh, Vivian Lee? Yeah, I don't know why I can't get Ethel Merman and Ethel Mertz. Like, I can't, like, break them off as two different people. Wait, that's his, her last name, right? Ethel, Ethel Mertz, yeah, in the yeah. show. Um, her name in real life was Vivian Vance, which is a really cool last name. Vivian Vance. That's definitely a stage name, right? That you're like VV, Vivian Vance. Um, let's see. Yes, it is. Right? <laughs> What's her real last name? Um, like? well, she was born Vivian Roberta Jones. But Jones. She, and then she married nobody with the last name Vance, so it's a made up Vivian name. Vance is a dope name. It is a dope name. All right, so we start off the show... <clears throat> During Kermit's introduction, Miss Piggy comes on stage to announce her tribute to Ethel Merman, a medley of all her great hits. Since Miss Merman is here to sing her own hits, Miss Piggy decides that she will sing the medley as a tribute to Irving Berlin instead. This was very funny, cute, whatever, but it 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 it, it ending in like them doing that I'm anyway sorry. was weird to me. I'm sorry. You skipped the first act. No, I didn't. 
She doesn't. She sings right away. No, no, no. Piggy comes out and says oh, she wants to sing. Oh my god, I got before so... like as the curtains drop. Kermit's introducing the show, and she says that that's what she's going to do. Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. Sorry, like... sorry, sorry. I watched this last week, by the way. This oh jeez. Fr- so I oh, watched okay. the first part last week, and I watched the second part. But the thing that has me with this is I'm going to jump ahead just the slightest bit. Is Kermit says this is a bad idea. He doesn't want her to come out and sing her songs because Ethel is here, and Ethel should sing Ethel's songs. Yeah. But then. They end up doing that as a sketch anyway. Ethel sings her songs and all the other Muppets join in. When somebody is singing, Muppets can't help but themselves but to they show up. Yeah, they they just show up at uh-huh. it. And you know what would be really funny if, like, in the later seasons, if they do this and then Muppets from the movie, the various movies and stuff <laughs> uh-huh. pop up? Anyway. Like, they they can't help themselves. You're right. They, they hear singing and they're, like, they're probably all backstage singing along while these yeah. productions are going on. Even Hilda pops up. So now we go to two creatures dance to Java. The small creature keeps getting booted by the other. Okay, this is what I thought you said. Eventually this leads to the large creature's destruction. I loved this. This was very cute when that little guy shows up at first. And then he blasts him at the end. I was also sort of impressed. Like, the big one keeps swatting the little one away, whatever. <laughs> but then at one point, the big one does a full turn. And I was like, how is this creature controlled? Yeah. Because you figure it was like kind of, you know, when you drape a slinky. It looked like a slinky mm-hmm. in two hands, you know, like going like this. I'm doing a bobbing motion with a slinky. It did. And then he it. did a full rotation, and I was like, oh, wait, what is <laughs> this? Just shuffle with your hands yeah. on the dog. This is like, I feel like you're holding boobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it, though. I thought this was so delightful, and I watched this in the morning when I was getting ready, and I was giggling. It's very weird to be recording and be able to fully see you. Yeah. Our studio area that we record this show in, we have this lamp that used to hum. And Bring it broke me the, the lamp. Day. So we didn't turn it on. We would sit here in the dark. And now we have this like full light. It's very odd. It is. It is odd. <clears throat> I also liked how this um, sketch ended like any great Muppet oh, sketch with, with someone an being exploded. Yeah. A, um... Yeah, it was like a gun blast explosion. Mm-hmm. A cannon, like a rather. Cannon. A cannon, yeah. yes. So then backstage, Fozzie informs Kermit that his agent will be stopping oh by. Oh my goodness. And asks Kermit to talk to him about his contract. Or rather, the fact that Fozzie doesn't have a contract. Now we jump to what you thought I was cutting. No, I thought you were cutting that. What? The, oh, the Java thing. The Java's. Okay. Ethel sings a medley of duets. You're the top with Kermit. Yay. Friendship with Fozzie. De Lovely with Scooter and Gonzo. Why? 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 Why was Scooter invited to perform in a Why sketch? Why was Scooter in a sketch? He's a gopher. Mm-hmm. That is what he needs to be doing. Yeah, go get tea for yeah. Miss Merman. Do not go for the singing. <laughs> Do not go for uh, performing in this sketch. And please. Gonzo should have had more of a presence in this. Yeah, that sucked. I love Gonzo. Together we go. Together wherever we go, sorry. By the two-headed singer. Why did the two-headed singer get to perform in this? Why did we not have more musical-inclined Muppets? Where was Dr. Teeth? Where was any other member of the Electric Mayhem? Someone could have been accompanying her singing instead of singing themselves. I really agree with you. You're just in love with Uncle Deadly. Why is Uncle Deadly suddenly like a full-fledged fucking cast member? I like him, but why are we treating him like he's been here forever? Piggy hasn't come out yet. Is my problem. Is we're doing Scooter, Gonzo, Two-Headed Singer, Uncle Deadly, all before Piggy, whose idea was to sing these songs. 
Do you think Uncle Deadly rides a motorcycle? No. no. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh my God, no. A scooter? No. Then? <laughs> I think Uncle Deadly, and I can't help but think of him the way that they per- portray him now. He drives like a big fancy, like uh, old fashioned stretch limo. Oh. He, he drives it. Piggy sits inside it, oh. or someone else. In like most of the ba- of the movies, like he usually plays like a henchman to the villain or whatever. So it's very odd to see him performing at all and acting as though he is just one of the gang. I see him as like a gay leather daddy. I don't know why. I would say that he does. Probably... He have like an earring. Oh, maybe he does. I can't but I remember. think that he is more of like a. Uh... I almost said like a, fr- a Fraser type gay, but Fraser is not gay. <laughs> but... <laughs> Frasier gay. Oh my god, like, Lisa! I don't know, like a fancy upper crust kind of dude. I know. Like... I know exactly what you mean. You are so funny. So Lisa and I were out, and she, I don't know how Frasier came up, but she said, "Oh, the psycho." She referred to him as the psychologist from Cheers, and I said, "Frasier." Frasier. I'm like, you're talking about Frasier. Uh huh. I'm like, that was a whole nother show, Lisa. Like, but yeah, and to say like, <laughs> oh, but it was like. More the, popular than Cheers, no, or just as popular. Absolutely, but to say like, oh, um, <laughs> the mailman from Cheers is one thing, but yeah, to yeah. say the psychologist oh, yeah, from the, Cheers. Oh, because Kelsey Grammer came up and uh-huh. she said, oh, he's the psychologist from Cheers. Yeah, and I was like, Frazier. He's Frazier from Frazier <laughs> and Cheers. That's such an odd way to refer to him I, for real. I had to be like, wow. And I'm looking at her, and she's looking at me, and she's like, Cheers, and I'm like, like no, but. Frasier, his name is Fr- it's Frasier. How do you not know that? Dr. Frasier Crane. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, I was talking to my brother a little while ago. He just recently, he does these things to torture himself, and I don't understand, where he watched all of Cheers over the last year, and then he watched all Well, maybe he was lonely. Frasier. That's how he handles me lonely. His, yeah, his, he went to go see his friends at Cheers. Yeah. No, he, so he watched all of Cheers, and he was talking to me about, oh, he's in this, like, rough patch of episodes. He's like, this show sucked. I don't know why people watched it for so long. And he was telling me about how, like, oh, Frasier's dating Diane, and blah, and I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, Diane introduces Frasier to the series. Frasier is a boyfriend of Diane. I'm like, shut the fuck up. He's like, yeah. I'm, I could not believe that. Wait. Wow. Yeah. So there's an actual, like, she starts the show with, she's the reason for him starting his own show. Yes. Yeah. He was a boyfriend of hers. Interesting. Who, like, was there to further her story and make her more of a character. Like, she then goes to, like, she has to go to, like, a mental health facility and all this other shit after she, like, breaks up with him. Yeah. Wow. I could not believe that, like, he wasn't, like... He's not like like a regular patron. Yeah, he's not a member of the Cheers gang. Yeah. He was introduced as one of her boyfriends. Wow. I don't know enough about Cheers to even know that. I know that big guy. Is Cheers in Cheers is in Boston? Cheers is in Boston. But why does that big guy make me think of Chicago? Because he used to do that Da Bears thing on SNL. Da Bears. That's Yeah, I don't know if that was like when he guested on it or something. Da Bears. But yeah, that was a famous thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know enough about With, it. Like maybe John Goodman. John Goodman did an episode. John Candy. John, John Candy. John Candy wasn't a cast member. No, S A T V. John Candy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're so young. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. 
my god. Okay. So we're still going. So now anything you can do with Miss Piggy. That was great. That was this very was good. This was the best, but can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I need your memory mm-hmm. from the 90s. Okay. I can't remember if it's A, B, or C equals both. But A, if this is from an episode of The Nanny when she turns her chin upside down and she like draws on her face and it's like, do you ever uh-huh. see that? Or from Lamb Chop when Sherry Lewis does it with her hands. Uh-huh. No? you never seen either one? It may be both. And funny <laughs> enough, Sherry Lewis does an episode of The Nanny. So it might be Sherry it could Lewis even be on both the nanny of them together, doing it together. Yeah, because I know this song, but I don't know why I know this song. I mean, it, it's been used in commercials for years and everything like that. But I need to find this video. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. It's probably both, and it may even very well be overlapping both. You think Lamb Chop herself was in the nanny? Lamb Chop herself was in the nanny. <gasps> Nanny Fine accidentally washed Lamb Chop in the laundry oh, yeah. with, like, red socks or something, and Lamb Chop was pink. And then, like, but, like, Lamb Chop I was presented you... as a character, like, as a actual guest star of the episode also, and was mad at Nanny Fine, like, Nanny Fine from Sherry Lewis. It was weird. I need to watch this episode of The Nanny. That show is a fever dream. I haven't watched it in ages. I love that, that show. Is, that is a real episode. That is a real episode? Yes. Maybe like, oh, maybe Cece's dog rips apart Lamb Chop. Something happens to Lamb Chop. I'm 100% sure. She may not be pink, but she might be ripped apart. She might have been ripped apart. I bet you she's ripped apart. apart. Or both. You know, I thought like, you watch Lamb Chop's Play Along. Yes, I did. Lamb chops play along. It was Where play kids along. come to play, play along. along, and that's all they <laughs> ever do. Yeah. I, I always loved like the supporting characters were cool. I liked Hush Puppy. Yeah, Hush Puppy. And I loved Hush Puppy. Yes. Right. I always loved, with the teeth. What always bothered me about them is they look like fleshed out characters because they have like clothes on. Yeah. And they're different colors. And then, like, Lamb Chop is just this, like, white lamb, you know? With, like, but- with, like, red buttons. It reminds me of, like, Mickey Mouse. Like, Mickey Mouse just wears a pair of shorts, but, like, Goofy has um, a particular pair of pants and a hat and a vest. and a- You know what I mean? Like, these characters that are created so long in advance of, like, their supporting characters that, like, yeah, have no detail exactly. because simple is better, you know? I love that you remembered in Shining Time Station 2 with the jukebox uh-huh. because it's like, I just remembered Lamb Chop and then you said... The pup, the hush yeah. puppy, or whatever. He and had then... like a green shirt, and like maybe he had like a little one of those like the beanie hat, you know, like with yeah, the and everything. I love that. I have ears. to look that up later. Yeah, so good. That's that theme song sucked because yes. you just sang it verbatim, and it's Lamb Chop's play along where kids come to play along. And why do I think it's that's all they ever do? And fun things are all they ever do. Oh, I think fun that things! Is it. Oh, <laughs> I think they're, that's it. they're actually in hell. <laughs> they can only and have that's fun. Why every episode ends with the song that doesn't end. Oh my god, this is a song that never ends. What an annoying song! So next up, we go to a blackout where Ethel's irritated because a mouse is in her dressing room. She's like, you know, Kermit. <laughs> when she complains to Hilda. She's surprised to find that the mouse sings in in the band. Ethel calls the show a zoo, which is supported when animal appears to bother her. Just ha, like another, ha, like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Okay. We're getting to the meats of the episode, though. Soon it's going to get good. 
Now, I guess this is said mouse. Miss Mousy appears in Statler and Waldorf's teacup. Oh, yeah. And that- sings, don't sugar me. This was bizarre. Kind of cute. It was cute. But still very weird. Alice in Wonderland? Is there something where the mouse gets in the teapot? It does, it, yeah, it, okay. the doormat. Is this a very British like thing? Sugar bowl. Look at you. You spotted the UK spot, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, this is fucking weird. Uh, this is the UK spot, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> and then I just looked at this now. It and is? You know it's, it's the UK okay, spot. Okay, so then it yep. definitely is a British uh-huh. thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but it was very strange. Yeah. And I loved that the teacup just like pushed off the ledge mm-hmm. at the end too. <laughs> very funny. Um, I speaking of British, mm-hmm. I watched the movie with Lisa. I let her pick. I wanted to watch Throw Mama from the Train. Oh Jesus! And because it's on Hoopla for free right now, and it's about to go off. It's on Hoopla. Yeah. Okay. And she wanted to watch The Dig on Netflix. Now, did you watch The Dig? It's no, about an archaeological find um, that's like this rich woman had in her yeah, yard this in England before World War II. Program, no, right? no, no. It's based on a true story program. Okay. But, but it, there are all these fictional events and characters that happen around mm-hmm. the base on a true story event, like Titanic-esque kind okay. of, except. All right. That's kind of cool. It's dram- but no, no, no. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying the character, like they're made up stories. Like there was no Jack and. The Dig. So this is Sophia a film. or whatever her name was. I'm mistaking it with a television show called Dig. No. So this ago. movie, it's like the premise was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Oh, cool. That's what they found. But the way that they describe it, they're like the mystery of what it is and this untrained. An and archaeologist like- embarks on a historically important excavation of Sutton Hoo in 1938. Don't watch the movie. It's very boring. Really? Yeah. But they made it sound like it was going to be good. Uh-huh. Like, what cut they, a decent trailer What and they found was good. Oh, no. Well, we don't... Ugh, like, see, I always date women who, like, don't like watching trailers. But when you start Netflix, if you watched it on there, it fucking loads automatically. And you can be like, this looks shit or this I, looks great. No, but she loves, like, a slow build. But, like, they made it sound like it was going to be a mystery thriller. It was mm-hmm. not thrilling, and there was no mystery. It looks like a period piece, dude. It was like... And got. there was a character in there. And it's like a... There was a character in there who was a woman archaeologist that they called there. Be- I'm missing a lot of it. But anyway, her husband turned out to be gay. Mm-hmm. And, like, she leaves him. And I mean, it was so, like, why was that even in there? Like, what the fuck? Did- what did that matter? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm talking about this. No, that's. The it Netflix- did, so it didn't further anyone's plot? No. that is odd. It was just like, it's like when you're, when you deviate from a mission in a video game. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's side missions. Mm-hmm. You got 20 bucks, but like, so what? Like, exactly. Like, it has yeah. nothing to do with the main... You didn't unlock a new weapon. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. You just got exactly. a little extra money. But you have that cheat code anyway, so you don't need money. Mm-hmm. You have infinity money. And the thing is, is like when you're doing that, like if I play Assassin's Creed or something, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I want to see what's over here. I know I'm not going to get... Or like mm-hmm. even in Uncharted, I'm like... Where's the little treasure? Oh, I need to find those in Uncharted. Yeah. I'm like a monster <laughs> with that shit. Jesus. But this, but this movie, I didn't need to see any of the storylines of the people. And then the mom took forever to die. I can't like, watch those movies. Uh, Liz likes to watch them, and that's why I have a Nintendo Switch, Megan. Mm-hmm. I can sit there and 
Oh I'm my playing God. that and we're hanging out and so you know. Hopefully one day I'll get to watch Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, Throw Mama from the Train. I'm like, what? What were you trying to watch? You've never you've seen that. Mm-mm. No, me neither. I've never seen it. All right, let's hang out. Let's watch it on Hoopla. <laughs> you use your credits though. <laughs> oh, you have. I only have five credits a month. I didn't know that you Hoopla. have credits. Yeah, you're only allowed to what use five things. Oh. Yeah. I had so you no better idea. be careful. You I gotta... return my stuff like right away. I get books. Yeah, but that doesn't help it. You still got to hoard them credits. I didn't know that. Yeah. Thanks and for I... teaching me. So I was like trying to game the system the other day. Sometimes late at night they can they have an allotment at your library that they'll only let out we'll say a thousand downloads in a day of something. You're kidding so me. So I tried to game the system the other day on the 31st of July and I was like, "Oh, I think I have two credits left. So let me just download these two books really quick." Because I'll get new credits at the start of the next month. Doug, where do you see the credits? So, okay. Usually when you try to download something, it'll say you have blah, blah, blah left. Well, my library gives me unlimited credits. I don't and think And your library do, doesn't. Megan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Shit, I'm trying to find something so I could like, show you an example, but I really don't want to waste my credits. No, it's okay. Don't waste your credit. But, um... Please don't. Yeah, there's only a certain number of... Usually at... Madawan, they only give us five credits a month. So I was trying to game the system, and like I knew that I had two left from July, so I was like, oh, I'll just download Sandman Book 2 and Sandman Book 3, because I really want to read them. And I went to do it, and I was like, oh, your library's usage is up for the night. Try back again tomorrow. And I was like, no, those points are going to like expire. Yeah. I was trying to you know, sneak them in for of another Of course, you got to use. use them, or yeah. you lose them. I put my phone down like my notes for the show are not on. I was going to say. You got to keep it going. Okay. So now we go on to the talk spot. Kermit and Ethel talk about her long Broadway career. I like this. I for like, a talk spot, I liked it. Very good talk spot. Yep. It was about her credentials, about her storied career. And they had like a fun back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was like a nice, and Kermit was like super respectful of her. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't She's like, hi, you toots. And, yeah. You know what, like. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I'm remembering it wrong, but I feel like he got, like, handsy with Rita Moreno. Probsies. Eventually, Miss Piggy enters carrying a glass, offering a toast to Ethel and asking for a free singing lesson. Ethel tells Piggy that her porcine poor poor voice is too subtle. She shows off her own high note, which shatters the glass. <sighs> okay. I was wondering how they did that. Like, how do you shatter a glass for a show like that without hurting anyone? Well, do you have, like, a trigger glass, which it's, like... Like, it was, like, triggered to explode. Yeah, to break. When you, like, whatever. Squeeze it a little. Yeah. That was cool. I hated this next thing, I'll tell you that. Or a pebble. Small, tiny little pebble. They drop it from the the ceiling. And then it disappears, and then... Yeah. I was like, oh, they could shoot it with a BB gun, but, like, that... Ethel is sitting right there. Like, there's a human woman sitting who you'd run the she risk of hitting. She could take it. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, can I get take a guess? Is this the pu- Is this yeah, the shadow it. puppets? I hated it. It was so boring. I thought it was so boring. And I was like... It was cute and great. And then they were like, oh, let's see it again or whatever. I, I couldn't like, believe Ow! it. I was like, oh, God. I can't want... I don't want to see this again. With the hippo or whatever. Um, yeah. Yes. It was Once slow. Once you got the joke of it or whatever, it was, it was like, okay, move on. And it was cu- cute that they, like, had another puppeteer or a different type of puppetry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Come on, but. Okay, so Australian puppeteer Richard Bradshaw performed shadow puppetry. 
An ostrich, a mouse, and a hippopotamus each play on a slide and cross a tightrope. Okay, goodbye. Uh, Miss Piggy meets Irving Bazaar, who asks if he can handle who. Asks oh if he can my her. God! Piggy informs Irving that she already has an agent. He says that he never wanted to be her agent, but just wants to handle her. When I saw this, I was like, "Get him!" That's not even Get just him. what he said to her. He also said, "You are pretty for a pig." Yeah, like he sucked. He sucked. he sucked. This conversation does not end well for Irving, as she then. I was so happy she punched him in the face because he deserved it. He was such a toolbox. Yeah, that sucked. I don't know. It was like... I did not like Irving Irving Bazaar. I would have stepped on his hat. (laughs) Fozzie's comedy act. Fozzie gets heckled not only by Statler and Waldorf, but also by Leo. Were you gagged? Were you gagged by this? Because I loved this. Additionally, Fozzie's cousin is in attendance, but even he deserts the bear. When the entire audience walks out on him. Statler and Waldorf stay, however. <laughs> of course they do. They're fixed objects. This is funny. And also, like, I was kind of like, ah, come on. <laughs> come back, guys. Come back, don't, don't, yeah. Don't do this to him. He's but, a good dude. But I thought it was great because 60s and 70s sitcoms love to replicate the main character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And have, like, they have a brother or a cousin or a whatever. What did you call it? Identical cousins? Yeah, identical Something cousins. like that the other yeah. day? Yeah. I really liked that. How it's, like, even in that The Muppets Most Wanted, there's Kermit. There's, like, an evil Kermit, and he has a mole on his face. <laughs> so then the evil Kermit in the movie then, of course, like, puts, you know, green makeup on it yeah. and then puts a black dot on regular Kermit's face so that they get confused for one another. Very funny. Have you seen the identical Herman Munster? It's like Herman's cousin, and he's blonde. And he's like a car salesman. He's like uh-huh. a real sleazebag. Yeah. Because you know how Herman is so, like, proper yeah. and earnest. He's, he's so like just earnest. He's a, a sweet... He's a sweet guy. Well-meaning... Yeah. Good monster. <laughs> okay, despite the fact that Fozzie has just driven away the entire audience, Kermit agrees... To give Fozzie three times as much money. Irving eventually worked. This was stupid. This back and forth of like, I hated I'm this. And, and, and honestly, Fozzie, of all people, should have known. Yeah. This is an old, hacky joke. It's, it's stupid. Hacky. And Fozzie, yeah. Fozzie should know hack. Like, in like a very you are what you eat kind of way, at least. Uh, most like, definitely. <laughs> this was dumb. Dumb. And it's fine. I don't know. Like, this episode all around was not my absolute favorite. No, it wasn't my favorite either, but I did really enjoy how Ethel Merman was with the Muppets. Yeah. And I really felt like she was sweet and kind, and maybe I liked it better because I watched it in two parts. The way this finale also is interesting to me, because we're coming up to it now. Ethel Merman, in an attempt to cheer up the now depressed Fozzie, reminds him that he is still going, he is still doing what he loves to do. She then sings There's No Business Like Show Business with Fozzie and the rest of the Muppets. I really loved this. This was a really sweet scene, and it also struck me as interesting because I was curious to know. I don't know how we would look this up, but was this one of the final episodes filmed this season, and did they create some of the aspects of this production and then incorporate them into the opening or was the opening already like in with the, the cake that came yes, out because, and, and like the 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 female muppets all dressed like the with the but feathers they weren't animatronic no they were real life but that's why i was like oh is this maybe where that idea came from to mm. do the credits like that because i know the first season was mostly done before they were 
released. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I, I wonder. I'm sure we'd be able to, you know, find out one day, maybe when we die or something. Maybe probably when we die, we'll meet Jim and he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we or that. we'll just run into Frank Oz one day. Yeah. Or like. Yeah. I mean, we have hundreds of listeners to this podcast. Oh, no, so, we'll definitely run into Frank you know, Oz and yeah, figure we're, find this we're out. Gonna or be Richard not, Hunt or one of those people. Yeah, because we'll be invited to Muppet Studios in Hollywood. Oh, and, We'll get sure. the tour. We'll get all the questions we or have. Or, like, we'll and... just sit next to Frank Oz on a plane or something like that. That, yeah, that'll definitely I'll be like, hey, Frank, can I ask you a question? My eye is twitching. Um, and he'll be like, as long as it's not a Muppets question. I'll be like, but this is a very specific <laughs> Muppets question. It also reminded me of in the Muppet movie when they do the, the magic store song at the end. Where they, they kind of start to make the mm-hmm. sets to tell the Muppet movie yeah, story, you know? I love that. It reminds me of that. I really the love Muppet that song. The Muppet movie is so good. That song, I like. I feel like I say too many things make me cry, but that song makes me cry. Yeah. I love that song. I think it's, like, impossibly wholesome, and, like, the excitement that they all have to be around. I don't know. We we do this podcast te- treating these characters as if they are beings that live amongst <laughs> us, and... It's just cool to keep thinking of them that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, that they are a group they're of friends, friends that created a show. And they're it's like just a like, troop. It's just like anybody else, any other show. You know, yeah. all the characters are fake in every other show. Mm-hmm. It's like, when I watch Happy Endings, I really believe that they're all best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they live in infamy. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. At closing, Miss Piggy presents Ethel Merman with roses. Ethel expresses her concern that they might explode. I like that she asked that question. <laughs> I was like, they might explode. And she, Miss Piggy, of course, is like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> She's definitely seen the program. She knows their deal. So um, in our new running bit, I'm going to tell you what was cut from Nickelodeon. The first Tatler and Waldorf comment and first backstage sequence were cut when aired on Nickelodeon. The first Statler and Waldorf. I wonder if the kids didn't like the backstage sequences. Maybe if they were like, they didn't. But I think they would have. I don't know why. The first backstage sequence sets up the rest of this episode, though. Like that his manager is coming in. Well, maybe because it was kind of like, wait, they didn't cut out the last backstage scene? No. That was like the worst one. The one, yeah, where like he was like. Misogynistic misogynistic and nasty and and, like piggist. Biggest. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> so our next episode is the Kay Ballard episode. I know nothing about Kay Ballard. Can you tell me something about her? Well, first I'm going to tell you the premise right. to the episode. This is a long one. I don't know why. It's a doozy. <clears throat> Tired of the embarrassingly square theme song, bass player Floyd Pepper introdu- informs Kermit that he and the rest of the orchestra pit are quitting. Kermit says their conductor, Nigel, will write them a new theme, but Floyd refuses. He wrote the first one, man. Floyd performs his idea of the new theme, a dreadful Zappa-esque piece called Fug for Frog? Okay, first of all, we ha- I can't wait to watch this part, and then we're going to have to send this in to Double yeah, Threat Podcast. Because it's Frank Zappa, so Julie will love it. Kermit won't use it and refuses that Floyd submits to Kay Ballard a petition about the theme song. So the band leaves. The closing theme is performed solo by Rolf on the piano. This episode sounds insane. I like it. It's a little different. All right, so here's a little snippet of who Kay Ballard is. 
Kay Ballard was a comic actress and singer who began her career in vaudeville. I love it already. She's a vaudevillian actor. Yeah. Okay. So she's just like a I'll regular take it. Muppet guest star, right? Like, you know? Well, hopefully she has some Fozzie time. So we got Kay Ballard on the docket for next week. And then Mumminchins. And then Mumminchins. So only two more eps left. I know. This is crazy. This it is... also feels like so weird to have watched like this much Muppets in the way that we've done it. You know what I mean? We like, have in... watched how many episodes? 22? This is 22 this week. Yeah. That's a lot of Muppets. Mm-hmm. Like, and that were, you know, kind of watching it and like, okay, this is okay. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to see <laughs> the later seasons. I think it's going to get better. Yeah, we got two episodes left of this season. And I, I really think the next two episodes are going to be great. I think to so. To be honest. I think they're going to be great. What? Reading the synopsis of the of the final episode with Mum and Chen's. Is it sad? Miss Piggy is repulsed when Gonzo tells her that he loves her. Kermit tries to help by asking Piggy if she would like to go to dinner. And when she accepts, he fixes her up with Gonzo. I hate this Everybody episode. gets karate chopped. I'm so mad. I hate that episode. I'm so mad. All right, so maybe the next, the last episode won't be good, but I hate that. But remember in Muppet Babies, Gonzo really did love Piggy, mm-hmm. and she was a little bratty bait to him. I forgot that he did. Until he has you the just cutest that overalls in that show. And you're right. I think that we should adopt Gonzo. What do you think? Yeah, I do too. Two friends adopting a Muppet. Yeah. Nothing weird with that. Nothing at all. No. Joint custody. Definitely joint custody. Every other day. <laughs> uh, maybe We don't live in the same town, though. Yeah. But we do have similar towns. Except... Yes, we do. They should just put them together. Yeah, they should just put them together. <laughs> it would be so much easier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So this has been It's Time to Watch the Muppets. You can follow us at ITTWTM <laughs> on social media. Um, be sure to watch the K Ballard episode with us for next week. And you got anything else, Meg? Time for the gumball, Mickey. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks.